Coming up on this episode, we begin with the fastest-growing food franchises, Olympic Dreams, and weird things to find at the farmer's market. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the heartbeat of a champion and the end of sugar dating. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 316, recorded August 2nd, 2021. Lena loves watermelon. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and me. No, wait, that's not right. It's on you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by two guys uh, who just, just are, just, they're guys. It's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. <laughs> What's up? That's right, Sean. That's right. What's cracking? What's the good word? Uh, I don't know. I feel... Yeah, I feel I feel weird. I feel at a crossroads with all the uh, dramatic. Yeah, all the all the COVID stuff. I don't know how to feel. Yeah. On the one hand, certain. I now live in the suburbs, so not really. Kind of. I live in the semi suburbs, so like, doesn't even matter. You live. In the I don't second do anything. Largest city in Connecticut. I live in the <laughs> allegedly the second largest city in Connecticut. I was going to say, that's like the Louisville of Connecticut you live in. Uh, yeah, no, I, um, yeah, it's, it's not good, but you're not, I mean, you guys aren't working in an office, right? I mean, how often are you, you obviously, you, do you still get groceries? I mean, how often are you actually in an indoor quote unquote crowded space? We get groceries. That's probably the, our biggest, uh, luxury uh, you know as funny as it is to say that right now we've gone into the city like every other weekend recently and to do that you have to take a train uh but otherwise i guess not but it's also the summer so like our fun time our fun activity involves like hiking right now which you know typically in the winter time it wouldn't so that's that's what i'm thinking about staring down the barrel of but i guess i don't have to worry about it right now that's true hmm. gotcha but yeah groceries it's nice to go to the grocery store when you when you live in the suburbs there's nothing else to do so you go in the grocery store at least for me at the moment it's still kind of like oh let's go to the grocery store who knows what could anything could happen it's <laughs> true you there could be some, some ice cream steaks, on sale steaks, right you could get some steaks Sometimes you get you get those crazy meat discounts, and then suddenly your freezer is just filled with meats. Right, right. Meat freezer. <laughs> it's the dream. Yeah. I do like being able to go to the grocery store because getting groceries delivered seems like it would be convenient, but in reality, it's like one of those things where, like, yes, they bring it to you, but also. You know, you get your two-hour time window or whatever, and so there's two hours where you can't do anything. <laughs> yes. I found it was, if I had, if I lived in New York, again, I don't know, there's probably grocery delivery here. But then the other nice thing about New York is that there's kind of delivery for everything, so you really could, right? like, you can't get uh, specialty ingredients delivered from Instacart or whatever. Uh, but... There are some things that I would totally do it for. Uh, some things I would not, namely fruits and vegetables. It's like going to be a real crapshoot 
even with the whole food delivery thing, and then you've you've paid whole food prices for a shitty carrot, like man. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can't return the carrot at that point. Maybe you could if you went to a store. So you can actually re- return stuff on the Amazon app, and they basically just give you your money back with no questions asked, and you what? don't you don't have to do anything. Yeah. That's I, crazy. I, that was also my reaction to learning this. <laughs> what 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 have you returned? A, a shitty carrot, I think, or like a really <laughs> disgusting onion. I think that was that was the one, but it was really gross. That's good to know, actually, because I don't know, I don't know how you get to that part of the app. Someone else did it for me. <laughs> they make it hard to find. We had a we got a watermelon the other week, and Hmm. watermelons. Well, we get watermelons a lot because Lena loves watermelons. Watermelons are one of those things like you can tell. Like I've never picked out a bad onion. Right, it's one of those things you can tell if it's a little bit too squishy. If it looks weird on the outside, that's a bad onion. If it looks like a normal onion and it's kind of firm, it's going to be fine. Watermelons seem like a total not a total crapshoot and that most of them are good but we picked one out the other week it from all appearances it looked exactly and felt exactly like every other watermelon and it was disgusting it it was like eating melanie liquefied sock it was just gross it was and it was like thick it was chewy ugh mm-hmm. and it was like there seems like nothing you could do about it so in that situation <laughs> i would love to have been able to you know, turn around to Jeff Bezos or Andy Jassy and be like, give me my my 450 back. This is a sock watermelon. <laughs> well, that's I, you know, I, I listen, you guys are, are big city folks up here in the country uh, where we got farms and real vegetables. Um, I love this time of year because I can go to my local farm store and get stuff that was growing a couple miles yes. up the road. The downside is eight times out of 10, it's the best food you've ever eaten. And the other two times it is disgusting and inedible because there's no quality control check. Like there isn't a massive farm somewhere in, you know, out of the country. Um, And there is some pretty shockingly bad stuff I've gotten where it's mixed in where you'd be like, oh, these two zucchinis are great. And then you get to the third one. You're like, what happened? (laughs) Oh, no. Um, So it's always fun to pick around in the store and. Maybe a little, little bit of a discerning customer. I think this might be a New York problem too, but we've been going to a lot more farmers markets. Even when we were uh, in Washington, we were doing this because in a you have a car, so it makes transporting things a, a lot easier. And there mm-hmm. is no Amazon Prime now for farmers markets, unless there is. Colby, do you know of this? Does this exist? I guess there's that I thing no you picked the other the other month. The CSA, I guess that's kind of like, sort of, yeah. Amazon not Prime. actually affiliated with Amazon, but but anyways, if you want to get like two weeks worth of vegetables from a farmers market in New York, you're going to have to travel a long ways unless you happen to live near one because there there's not enough space for that many farmers markets. Right, they're probably in one of the big parks, and then you have to carry it all back, or maybe get one of those little old lady trolleys, which honestly. If I were to continue to live in New York and it wasn't COVID, I would get one of those old lady trolleys. Hell oh yeah. Oh, my God. The only way to do it. 
Oh my now, god! You, get, you just gave me a pick. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you don't want to spoil it. I think I know where it's going. Um, now, do you guys go to a lot of farmers markets? Is that a semi-common occurrence? We go every week now. Because I don't, I don't get to go as much as I used to. Uh, but I, I, what I loved about the farmers markets is, yeah, there's the vegetables, and yeah, there's. But I love crazy stuff at the farmers mm. market, like stuff that's like, who are you, and who allowed you to show up here? Including the time in Texas where there was a guy in a tent with a white table, no sign, just a blank table and a Coleman cooler, and he was selling unlabeled meats out of his Coleman cooler, and you just went up to him, and he, I overheard, I did not buy any of these meats. Let me make that clear. But you would just go up to him and he'd be like, yeah, I think I got like some ribs or something. I had no idea where they came from. Clearly not kept to temperature. And you would just give him cash and he would give you like saran wrapped meats out of his Coleman cooler. It was upsetting. <laughs> That's a good and I was going to ask if you guys had seen anything strange or unusual at a farmer's market. I feel like I've seen that guy. Not, not that exact guy, but the, the, the guy who has like one nylon sign, a folding table a chair and then a Coleman cooler filled with meat. I feel like that's a farmer's market archetype. He's probably yes. being outsold by the guy with the, like the, the freezer truck, uh, you know, on the other side of the farmer's market who's pulling the meats out of, out of the chest freezers in there. Right. But he's, th- but he's still there. We, we have found some weird vegetables. I like, was it purple peppers that they were just like, you know, normal, uh, you know, peppers you might put in a stir fry, but they're purple. Tasted exactly the same. Those are cool. It's shocking how many vegetables come in purple. <laughs> like almost all of them you can get in purple now. And I don't know how they did that. Oh, is that like a genetic engineering thing? I have I have no idea because all of a sudden there were purple potatoes and there were purple carrots. That's and purple true. The, the purple potatoes are fun. They're half eggplant. Um <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they spliced it with an eggplant. I, I think I saw a white eggplant actually at the farmer's market last week or Ooh. or something. Yeah. Ooh, exotic. Is this our new podcast, This Week in Vegetables? <laughs> I love it. Yes, absolutely. No, <laughs> although you did make me... We've become Don't Panic. It's organic. <laughs> oh, no, guys. We got to get out of here. They own, they're going to come after us. They're gonna. I, I let them have the trademark, but only in the fruits and vegetables space. So... We got to move along. I was going to tell you guys, I, I it stopped me if I've talked about this on the show. You reminded me, Dan, with your freezer truck. There's this thing around here. It happens every summer. And there are these guys in a big freezer truck who go mall to mall selling meats out of the freezer truck. And they run. The, the only way you hear about them is you drive by or you hear their radio ads. And every year it's the exact same radio ad. 20 ribeyes for $35. 20 ribeyes for $35. That's right. We've got 20 ribeyes for $35. We've also got king crab legs, pork chops, steaks. You name it, we got it. 20 ribeyes for $35. <laughs> and that's their whole gimmick is 20 ribeyes for $35. And I'm like, that's really suspicious. And also a lot of steak. Yes, but also that's apparently a great ad. Oh, it's very catchy. Come see us this week at the parking lot at the Eastfield Mall. Um, and they do. And they just stand with a big sign that says 20 ribeyes for $35. By the way, a couple of years ago, it was for $30. So that's inflation. For you. <laughs> but um, seems like I've never been man price. enough to try. They always have a line. They always have a line when I drive by the mall Ribe- and they're in the parking lot. aren't cheap, usually. 
that's like that's like a two ribeye price, thirty five dollars. It, it's look. I think they're losing money on this thing. Probably. I don't get how it works. Right. So Colby, did I know Sean will say no to this? So that's why I'm addressing it to Colby. Colby, did you ever go to a super fancy gimmicky rice pudding place in New York called Rice to Riches? <laughs> no. I wish I had though. So. The other day, the other week, maybe someone on Twitter was like, how have all these great New York restaurants closed and Rice to Riches is still open? Like, I never see anybody in there and the pudding is so expensive. Is it? And then someone responded and said, well, clearly it's a front for the mafia, like the classic joke you make. And then someone else responded and said it was a front for the mafia in like 2005. The guy who started at Rice to Riches was indicted and is currently in prison for money laundering via the rice to riches franchise locations across manhattan but somehow rice to riches just totally came out of that and survived it is apparently still surviving but maybe it was like a a double layer money laundering scheme and they like a honey pot they like caught the feds with the the easy to find money laundering and the real one was hiding underneath (laughs) it looks like Am I crazy? I think it looks really good. It looks really good. on the good. website right now. It looks good. It's just like a lot of money. And I would happily go back, you know, again, and I've been several times. It's not something I would be like, oh, my God, like if I'm in New York, I have to go to Rice Riches. Although there seem to be lots of people who think that. But it's I don't know. It's one of those things like a lot of these gimmicky things have kind of fallen by the wayside. I remember in like the mid to late 2000s there are all of those uh mac and cheese chains there's smack Mm. and then there's another one and a lot of those like one trick pony stores have kind of died but rice to riches they only have rice pudding and they're still kicking even cold stone kind of you know fell off Krispy Kreme well, you know, it's really funny that you mentioned that because they literally, ju- I'm trying to find the article, they literally just put out the fastest growing fast casual, uh, well, restaurant chains in general um, for this year. And the number on chain will surprise you. But let me see if I can find <laughs> the article. It's That's a really riches. good uh, bait click YouTube headline. A really good tease yeah. for you. Um you won't believe the, it. Was I think I think it was Nash was it National Restaurant Magazine? Wait, Rice to Riches has nationwide shipping powered by Gold Belly. Oh, are you familiar with Gold Belly? No. no. Oh, Gold Belly's cool. I've always wanted to try it and never have. But Gold Belly's gimmick is that it's like it's nationwide shipping, but it's for famous restaurants. And so, if you want like that famous deep dish pizza place in Chicago. You can pay an obscene amount of money and they will ship you their famous pizza or whatever. And they have meal kits and they have frozen stuff they'll send you. But it's all like, I want the famous Chicago hot dog. And so they'll mail you one. That's their whole. It's just based on <laughs> so do they freeze restaurants it? mailing you. Yeah. So here's you can get the Guy Fieri, uh, his uh, Flavor Town restaurant. You can get his barbecue brisket trash can nachos. <laughs> Feeds four to six for $79 and free shipping. Uh, Instruction storage. It does ship with ice packs and you have to keep it refrigerated. And then to serve, you kind of just 
heat and add all the ingredients together. So do they work with these restaurants? So is this like a gold belly optimized like recipe that they <laughs> they, they pre-make in the restaurant? Or do they is it like postmates? So they show up at the restaurant, they order the garbage nachos to go, and then they put them in a freeze pack and ship them off to you. I think it's more the latter. I think the idea is that like you're getting the same thing as if you walked in and got that wow. thing. Like, do you know is do you know Joe's Pizza mm, in New York? No. They say it's New York's most legendary slice. There's lots of places that say that. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I know the the really famous uh, Chicago deep dish place was on here. Um, but yeah, a whole bunch of these, and that you know, but it's like one pizza is like eighty dollars once you factor in like, like the prices are ludicrous. But if you really want it, they these things come in like Dan. I'm I'm looking through here, and Eventide Oyster Company is on here. You can get a six wow. pack of Eventide lobster rolls for a hundred and thirty nine dollars. That's not Which, that honestly, much more than they. Were. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I was gonna say. Six of those is like a hundred and twenty bucks. I was gonna say it's only a twenty dollar premium. <laughs> I like, but what's neat is I, they now have meal kits where they actually send you the ingredients to make like the restaurant's wow. meal, which is kind of like that's kind of cool, actually. Um, the only thing is I've never heard of any of these restaurants, but Gold Belly. Because your belly's got to be made of gold in order to afford it. I, it's it's not oh, cheap. I really want to do this. Yeah. We should we should have a gold belly challenge. Gold belly challenge. I'm not opposed, man. This stuff's really cool. I just wouldn't know what to pick. That's my oh, problem. We'll take care of that for you, Sean. Oh, how about that? Man. That yeah, we order for each other. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Wow. Oh man, you can select by region. Amazing, riveting radio here, folks. Um, so we just scroll through pictures of food. <laughs> so good. oh, they'll send you Junior's cheesecake. I love Junior's, wow. but I think you could already Momofuku, get that. Uh, Som dinner. That's a very famous thing. You and if you want to go and get it at the restaurant, you have to order for the whole table. You'll get the meal kit. Serves four to six for one hundred sixty nine dollars. That's pretty good. I mean, Pat's famous Philly cheesesteak, they'll send you four cheesesteaks for $80, which isn't like with Wait a shipping. It's not insane. You can get a Gold Belly subscription? Maybe that's what we should do. What, what, what does that entitle you to? <laughs> oh, they have like a barbecue, monthly barbecue subscription. What do you get? Each box sent will serve four plus people. Oh, so they just send you a box each month. It's like ninety to a hundred dollars a month, but it's still, the gold belly. I'm feeling lucky. Button. Oh, that's crazy. That would be a really fun gift. If anyone's looking for a gift for me, you can give me twelve months of gold belly for seven hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> uh, I would be very happy. Uh, anyway, what I um. I won't belabor it, but the fastest growing uh, food franchise in America is Crumble Cookies. Have you been to a Crumble Never Cookies? I've never heard of a Crumble Cookies. I know someone who went there. It's supposedly amazing, um, but they are the fastest growing in America. Crumble Cookies. Yeah, it's spelled like a startup. Uh, it's missing some vowels. Crumb BL. Oh, I see. Yeah. 
Just one. Just missing one vowel. That's pretty restrained. Um. Oops. Yeah. So. Crumble cookies. No, no locations in New York City. That's supposed to be the fastest growing. Come on. Dubious. Uh, Colby have to tra- travel all the way to uh, wherever the hell this is, Nashua, New Hampshire. Well, let's see how many of these other top tens you know. No. I don't want to talk about tech news. Let's keep yeah. doing this. This is this fun. week in food. This week in food. Ten fastest growing chain restaurants in America. Um, literally just put out like this week. Number ten, Sonic Drive-In. Okay, I've heard of that one. Up twenty-one percent year-over-year increase. Wow. Black Rock Coffee Bar. <sighs> that sounds familiar. Now, 65 locations around the Northwest, but they're expanding nationwide. Maybe that's why I heard of it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever. And they own BR.coffee, which is a really, I like that. BR.coffee? Yeah. Oh, that's And so they've got locations in Arizona, Texas, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon. Uh, Number eight, Marcos Pizza, which has been around for a long time. They're not new. Um, oh my Romeo's God. Pizza is number seven. Wait, 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 quick, going back to BR Coffee, I went to the yeah. locations page, and I was like, okay, Oregon, it's a lot in Oregon, Washington, I was like, oh, there must have been, I must have seen one in Washington, that's how I must have known, and I was like, okay, Vancouver, Washington, I didn't go there, Vancouver, Washington, they have 12 locations, and they're all in Vancouver, oh no, sorry, only one of them is not in Vancouver, Washington. Oh. Well, that's, that's interesting. That's weird. So they're they're the fastest growing in Vancouver, Washington. Right, which is a very confusing place to be because it is relatively close to Vancouver, Canada, but not. Mm-hmm. It's relatively close, but it's actually as far away from you as you can be from Vancouver, Canada and still be in Washington. That's confusing. Yes, it's very confusing. Here's another confusing one I saw the other day. We are just all over the place. I saw an ad for a Super Smash Bros. tournament, actually, in Ontario, CA. Where would you think that that is? Ontario, California. Yeah, but isn't it weird that <laughs> there's also an Ontario, Canada? I guess it's not a city, is a distinction, but it's abbreviated the same, same way. Uh, anyways, I was thrown off. I thought for sure, I was like, wow, palm trees on the ad for a thing in Canada, I guess. <laughs> they're just doing it to mess with you dan anyways uh well, sorry we i'm i'll cut you off after nine what, what were eight and seven? Oh, uh marco's pizza and romeo's pizza were uh eight and seven never heard of them neither have i uh, how about share tea mostly out west 300 locations uh worldwide focusing on uh, boba milk tea fruit beverages um how about number five, the Pulp Juice and Smoothie Bar? Hmm. No. No. Okay. Uh, how about Sam's Southern Eatery? Nope. 50 locations in nine states. Sam's Southern Eatery. Yeah. Nope. Don't know that one. All right. How about the chicken salad chick? Nope. Not that 
Now you're laughing, but they have 200 locations and brought in 175 million dollars in sales last year. I give that a D plus for creativity in the name wise. Chicken salad, chick. I I want to see the menu. If they do exclusively sell chicken salad, that's insanity. I mean, chicken salad does leave you a lot of. You can put salad in almost any. Uh, you can put chicken in almost any salad. So they have pimento cheeses, but they do have oh sandwiches. God, you can get it on a sandwich. Chicken salad. Yeah, you can get a chicken salad BLT. Open oh, good. Did you say this was fast casual or is it just uh, just chain, chain restaurants? restaurants. Okay. Wow. Uh, we already know number one is Crumble. Number two, they actually just opened one in my city, Wallburgers. Never it's heard of that. So bad. Like Marky Mark? Is it? It's terrible. Yes. It's not, yes, it's it's not terrible. Show. It's super mediocre. It's the most okay. mediocre burger you've ever had in your entire life. <laughs> I just uh, 45 domestic locations plus some worldwide. They did just open one here in Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm going to try it because I'm from Massachusetts and I'm like legally obligated to. I think 20 of those 40 locations are in airports. That's true. Or like stadiums. I know they do a lot of that. Yeah, there was one of those in the in the Minneapolis St. Paul airport. There was a Wahlburgers. Guy Fieri is the same way. All of his restaurants are in like stadiums and airports. And yeah, no and one like, would go out of their way to go to any of them. Yes. And but when you're in an airport surrounded by mediocrity, you're like, that's the best of the mediocre. Right. It's, it's better it. than it's uh, Delhi Express. Chili's too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. To be fair, I haven't gone to a Wahlburgers in like five years, but like I went the one time. I was like, eh. is it a Massachusetts thing? Well, it's 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 Mark Wahlberg. It's a Massachusetts thing. He, Wait, he's yeah, a, his family, he's the family's boy. from Boston. Yeah. He's a Boston guy. Yeah. And he is actually involved in this. Yeah. Yep. Oh. It's him and two of his brothers, one of whom is the chef and the other. I don't know what he does. The other Wahlberg. Yes. It's not. Is it Donnie or is it the other one? Because Donnie was the other famous one. Maybe I should go back again. If we ever have a Don't Panic, uh, our coffee and beer network event in Boston again, we'll go to Wahlburgers one time. We'll go to Wahlburgers. Okay. There's a Wahlburgers. The finest Boston has to offer. We could walk. I could walk there before the end of the show. That's awesome. I can get, uh, I was tempted the other day, I can get DoorDash Wahlburgers to my house, but I'm like, what's even worse than a Wahlburger? A delivered Wahlburger. Mm. So I couldn't bring myself to do it. Uh, That's insane. What number was that? That was two. It's the second fastest growing. Oh my God. By sales. Yeah. That's, but that's got to be a delivery thing in COVID as well. Because I would bet a lot of the burger restaurants, no, because that's a really like, straightforward delivery food i would think i saw someone say that the other day and i was surprised because in my experience burgers do not travel well like the grease i agree out into the bread it's, i agree it's cold. but i think people are stupid okay that's i mean i've know that's true i think no because i've read that like the mcdonald's and wendy's and burger kings of the world have been doing really well so well, I guess there's a difference between drive through and, and delivery. I would totally get it. A well, drive through burger is great because it's self-contained and, and easily eaten. Um, no, but they're seeing record delivery that's numbers. That's crazy. Seriously. I've had 
I've had Burger King delivered before. I shouldn't admit that publicly. But I had. Um, and it was a fine experience. I th- well, and the food was fine. Well, I think, you know, McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's, those places, I think they've done some shit to that food to make it travel a That's little bit true. better. Then they're delivery ex they're they're like food packaging experts. Right. Then I and I've never been to a wall burger, so I don't know, but like I wouldn't want to shake shack ten minutes a ten minute old shake shack. Yeah. Even that would be bad. Never mind fifteen minutes old. Ugh. Yeah. Agreed. What's the, what is the optimal delivery food? Pizza, probably. Like Indian food. Yeah, I was going to say pizza, kind of, but you can end up with like kind of a fucked up pizza where it got like, you know, it's not easily transported per se. You have to keep that pretty flat. Otherwise, the the sauce like droops around. Sushi. Sushi. Yeah. Sushi is like like a a Chinese sort of. Yeah, I think the stuff that comes in the containers is is the the most delicious when consumed. And among the easiest to deliver for the delivery driver. This is totally. Do you do you guys have an, a place you're embarrassed you ordered delivery from? <laughs> no, I have impeccable. <laughs> that you wouldn't tell people like like a late night slice of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory or something. <laughs> I mean, something embarrassing. I feel like that's the beauty of New York City. Even the shittiest food is still pretty good. That's all right. Stop I know, but bragging. I just on. haven't. Jeez. I, I don't live there anymore. Uh I have you gotta go like you gotta go to Applebee's like the rest <laughs> of us. I mean, we haven't really ordered anything in Stanford. Maybe we'll get there uh, at some point. Laura really likes Papa John's. We got Papa John's once mm. recently. Lena is obsessed with Popeyes. I guess that is a thing. We've never gotten delivery oh, Popeyes Pop- though. Popeyes is good though. Mm. I've had IHOP delivered. Ooh. And, and you know what the fun thing about IHOP is? They have this, like, insane... You want to talk about food packaging, but they have, like, this multi-level, like, all-plastic containers where it's, like, the pancakes, and then underneath it is, like... What? And it's... And, and it, honestly, it does a really good job of transporting your food. Now, it's IHOP food, so it's not good. But it does keep it, like, separated and warm. It is so much plastic. I was, like, ashamed at, like, the two seconds it took to get to my house... And then just like a mountain of plastic like you've never seen. Absolutely crazy. Now, I think you're onto something, Sean, because, you know, back in the before times when we would host people, especially larger groups of people, like thinking think a New Year's Eve party the next day. No one wants to be cooking breakfast the next day. You did. Yes. And it was amazing. But if you could just order and too much work. Yeah, exactly. If you could just order IHOP. <laughs> Like, place your order at 7 a.m. or whatever, and then go back to sleep. And if they have some super long wait, then it just shows up at your door. And it's pancakes. Oh, that's a good idea. I, the, I, for sure, the next party I throw, unless it's summer and I don't mind grilling, if it's not during the summer, I'm getting it catered. And even if it's just, like, you know, Chili's catering or something, like, to just bring in a bunch of food, so much smarter. It's got to be Applebee's, though. It's got Applebee's catering. Could you? I've had my wedding catered by Applebee's. <laughs> All right. No, there you go. That's how you save money on a wedding right there. Gross. It's Absolutely expensive. gross. <laughs> Applebee's. What are we using there? We I, mozzarella how we're alive, sauce. I don't know. Oh, and those like, like buffalo chicken tender chicken globs. 
<laughs> so much spinach and artichoke dip. <laughs> buffalo chicken tender, chicken buffalo globs. <laughs> there was a reason they were half price. <laughs> yeah. They made some good money off of us. And then remember you could get the two beers or the one big the beer. The two for one blue moons. And the two small beers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and the most bullshit glasses were like this much at the bottom right. was glass. Yeah, half of it was the the bottom. But damn, they were frosty. Right. So frosty. <sighs> what a place. Oh, guys, we're so old. Uh, <laughs> no, I just were. The good old days back when Applebee's used to be a place people went. Um, there's a great video. I'll send it to you guys afterwards. Uh, one of my favorites on... Um, is Marshawn Lynch, you know, the famous football player. Um, he started in Buffalo. And that's where he was drafted, later traded to the Seahawks where he won a Super Bowl. Um, and there's ESPN did like a profile of him in Buffalo when he was a rookie. And the whole thing is Marshawn Lynch is like loves Applebee's. And he's like a rich football player, but he goes to Applebee's and he, and he just says he's great. He's a very funny guy, but he's like, I don't know which I love more. Or no, he goes, I love the ambiance. I also love the decor. I'm not sure which I love more, the ambiance or the decor. You know, it's like it's like he just genuinely loves Applebee's. Uh, it, it's it's very it's a very how they not scored him as a uh, a sponsor or whatever a spokesperson. I, I don't think Applebee's has Marshawn Lynch money, frankly. But well, I, well, it, what it I'm saying be is they, they like, might just be able to pay him in food. He literally is like standing behind the bar. He's they let me use the soda gun. So much power. And he goes, you know, and he fills his drink with the soda gun. It's great. It's very funny. And it's like, I love this guy. He is funny. Very fun. Oh, all right. Uh, I think we're legally obligated to talk about tech news. Remember, real quick, every time I think about the Super Bowl, basically, I think about two things. Okay. Uh, maybe three things. Maybe the wardrobe malfunction, but then shortly thereafter, the the uh, Oreo tweet when the when the power went out. Yeah. Um, and then I think about the when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. I think it was only one time recently. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. they went up to that guy and they interviewed him like immediately afterwards, like forty five seconds after the game was called. And he was, yeah, he's just like, yeah, Richard. Yes, and he's like, oh, fucking Crabtree. <laughs> <laughs> you try me with a star receiver like Crabtree. This is what you're gonna get. <laughs> and then, and then Aaron Andrews. He, they gotta stop talking about me. Who's talking about you? They all talking about me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was and an iconic. As someone uh, who didn't know anything about football at all, I had no idea it was happening, and it was great. Um. Anyways. Yeah, those guys had a huge beef for years. Those two guys. When I think about Marshawn um, Lynch, I think about Richard Sherman immediately. Great team. Championship Seahawks team. I actually think I was confusing Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch now that we're now that we're ta- talking about And it. I, we've probably have maybe even talked about this on the show, but then the like the double triple turns out with Richard Sherman of how he was like graduated like with honors from Stanford and stuff. It is like actually nothing like how he presented himself in that one interview. But then the triple turns out of how like He's like was arrested a couple years ago or something. He was just in legal trouble, like in the last couple months. Yeah, that's maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because, yeah, that was on the news when we were in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, love a good triple turns out. Richard Sherman, complex man. Uh, 
guys, what's going on? Tech news. People ask me what this show's about. I tell them tech news. (laughs) I'm starting to think that may not be true. Uh, So I've got to convince them that's right. We've got a few stories in here. We got to at least pick one. Uh, Having only read the first two stories, the, uh, the sugar daddy one speaks to me. Oh, the heart rate monitors on the archery. I actually did watch that and saw it just last night. Um, yeah, let's get to, let's get distracted again. Have you guys watched any of the Olympics, Tokyo Olympics? We watched Literally. a lot of, um, yeah, gymnastics. Uh, yep. that's the only regular one I watched. My favorite part of the Olympics. And again, we've probably talked about this before. This is not our first Olympics is the weird stuff. And this is a great yes. year for weird stuff. Um, there's a lot of new there's weird stuff. There's a lot, exactly. Yeah, there's new weird stuff. It's not like, oh, it's, you know, basketball's, what's one's back this year? Baseball? No, golf. Golf is the one. Golf is like, back. Okay, yeah. Big whoop. But rock climbing with speed climbing. I didn't even know speed climbing is a thing. That's crazy. I'm really looking forward to that. Archery. We saw some uh, dressage equestrian stuff where they like cross country dis- dressage horseback riding. That was cool water polo uh bmx has been my big one i watched a ton oh, of the BMX, bmx like bike stunts you watch the skateboarding so cool. the women's street yeah. skateboarding one where like every person in contention for gold was under the age of 16 um <laughs> <laughs> that was really weird uh yeah yeah the, oh bmx i need to check that out what was the other- it was i will say the stunt because they did both like racing which I, it's not called that, but it's basically that. And then like a tricks competition. The tricks competition was wild. I highly recommend seeing some highlights. Yeah. Because the stuff they were pulling um, on these bikes was really impressive. Um, I was a big fan. Archery. I did watch a lot of archery. I watched some badminton. I, I was with you, Dan. Because if you watch if you badminton. have the app, you can go in and see all the sports. And it's like I would immediately like basketball skip. Yep. You know, uh, even even some of the more generic, like tra- I'm not a big track and field guy, like discus and hammer throw. It's like, eh, kind of skip that. Long jump was very cool. That's what I've loved is a lot of these. They've added so much technology. Yes. Um, with with the different cameras and the different like electronic measurements, and um, it's been really neat. There was a, one thing that blew my mind was in the high dive, they had this camera that would somehow follow them from the top and then sink down into the water. And so you'd see like the whole dive kind of the person was still and the world was moving around them. And then suddenly like they're just like in the water. It's so cool. Oh, I love that during the um, actually during a lot of the events, but I loved it during the BMX. They have, you know, like the, you know, remember the matrix, the bullet shot where the camera yes. kind of spins around you at 360 for a lot of the events. They had oh, that yeah. where like they at the peak of the jump, that. it would like you, you'd see them in the 360 and see them at all the angles. Oh, it was cool. Now, and then they had the uh, in badminton. They had the if you've ever watched tennis, professional tennis, they have like the virtual system that the judges can go to that tells them whether the ball was in or out. Have you seen mm-hmm. this? It's very cool. They have that for badminton. And I'm like, I didn't know that was necessary, but that was very cool. Now, how are you watching the Olympics? I naively thought, oh, the Peacock app, it must be no. it must be great. It must be the way to do it. But it sucks. There's like they don't hardly have anything. Sh- 
The whole reason they launched Peacock when they launched it last year was in time for what should have been the Tokyo Olympics. It was their launch platform. It's so bad. I have the NBC Sports app on my Roku. I have that too. And they have all the all of the events streaming individually, and that's what I've been watching. Okay. I need to, yeah, go back to that. No, Peacock's awful. Um, but the technology story here that I put in the rundown, and I noticed this when I was watching. I watched a lot of archery. And they had a beats per minute heart rate in the bottom of the screen while the archers were shooting. You could actually see their heart rates in real time. And I assumed they had like an Apple watch or something <laughs> on that was tracking their heart rate. But that's not actually true. Panasonic uh, developed a camera that tracks their face color in live video 12 meters from the shooting lines. And the variations correlate to pulse. So, so it's such a, a, a high quality, high frame rate camera that it can tell the slight difference between the color in your skin to indicate how fast your heart is beating. That's crazy. And that's, and the interesting thing about this is because originally they said they tried to use watches and bands and things like that, but it wasn't as accurate. And what's nice about the camera is it doesn't differentiate between skin tones in a way the technology watches uh, sometimes do. Mm. Now, did they say, I have a theory, but do they say why people care about the heart rate? Um, there is, I don't know if it was in this article or in another article I read, um, where they did a study and found that there wasn't a huge correlation between heart rate and performance in archery. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, but that's all I said. What's your theory? Oh yeah. Just that, you know, from video games, they, they have you like hold your breath and like your heart rate is up then you have a harder time aiming and stuff. That was my theory, but it sounds like maybe that's just a urban legend yeah i don't remember the exact numbers there was a correlation but it was like a seven percent correlation it wasn't like a huge number um it is cool though the the other yeah, cool thing why from, not from the archery was did you see the the pinhole camera they had in the bullseye yes oh my god so cool that's funny. i love it i love it the archery that that was a, an exciting uh sport for me so damn Oh, fun, fun, fun stuff. Well, you do have made me regret not watching the Olympics. There's still time, buddy. There's still time. There's yeah. still time. All the rock climbing stuff is yet to happen. That's the other thing is when you forget exactly how many uh, events there are when you log on and are scrolling through and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot that was an event. Uh, three on three basketball. Oh, yeah. I did not know it was an Olympic event. We watched canoe slalom. That was cool. Oh, that was cool. There was kayaking on the other night, sailing, surfing. Did you see any of the surfing? No. For the first time? Very weird because I don't understand. It It's in a like a public ocean. Right. Like the waves are not consistent person to person. So it's a, I don't quite understand how it's a fair sport, but I'm also. Moron, I've watched. So. I think I think I've watched a surfing competition on TV before, and I had the same question. Uh. Yeah, it's not like they're doing it in a wave pool. Right. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, Colby, there's everything from boxing to canoeing, handball, field hockey, table tennis. Table tennis, Weightlifting, wrestling. Uh, oh, I watched it. I don't know if you saw the clip of the uh, U.S. Uh, women's single badminton player. She was playing a great game against China, came down, broke her ankle. 
Oh, I saw a photo of that. Yeah. I was watching it live and you can literally, she goes down and she literally says, I broke it. And you can hear on mic saying, I broke it. And it, oh, it was so, it was devastating. Um, damn. So crazy. Check that out. If you're watching, I think archery, there's a little bit of it left. I think just the couple finals, um, but you'll see the heart rate on screen. So keep an eye out for all that cool technology. Uh, Dan, you want to talk about sugar dating? Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about this. It just sounded really weird. Android store sugar dating. Oh, sugar yes. dating. What did you think? I it thought was? it said sugar daddy apps, and I assumed it was some sort of like, yes, like a, a money laundering scheme. I guess my mind was still in uh, Rice to Riches. No, that is what it's about. Oh, OK. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh it's it's all about. I thought it was like one of those like faux prostitution apps. No. Well, it's it's all about compensated sexual relationships is the term um, <laughs> that they are prohibiting. Sugar dating apps. It says here, according to The Verge, traditionally sugar dating relationships involve older, wealthier individuals dating and showering younger partners with gifts. Um, there are a lot of apps around here. Um, Google Play Store already prohibits services that may be interpreted as providing sexual acts in exchange for compensation, but they've broadened the definition to include uh, the concept of sugar dating. Um, they don't say uh, why they decided to crack down now, but there are a lot of apps uh, they will be shutting down starting September 1st. Bummer. Well, there was, there was a news story I saw last night about... <clears throat> A court case that is going through the system where a a like actually Miss former Miss Connecticut or something was using one of these apps, but her husband didn't know, and she had actually been using it since before they got married, and so there's some like legal divorce thing happening. So so maybe that's maybe that's why it is in the news a little bit. Well, and there's uh, the congressman there, uh, Matt Gates, right. Uh, notorious horrible person um, and guy who likes to have sex with underage women uh, who was it's doing similar things uh, as well. Great. So, so I guess my question for you guys is uh, how are you going to go on? What, what are you going to do when these are canceled? How are you guys going to find uh, older women to shower you with gifts? <laughs> I don't know. Classified. No, no, notice how I made you the younger person in that and not the older person. You're welcome. Well, Thank you. I'm certainly not wealthy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take it. If, if any yeah. older women want to shower us with gifts, there's no, you know, we're not promising anything in return. Legally, you shouldn't. Right. Um, right. But, you know, <laughs> one, two, three, America Avenue. Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> Stop on by. It's the brand new building. They just uh, grand open. <laughs> this is this is somewhat related. We should definitely get a P.O. box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. P.O. box. I'd like woods. to. Don't, <laughs> don't, okay. Don't Why? What if people? What if people are trying to shower us with gifts right now? But they, Colby. Can't. I think in the eight years we've they done can't. this, we've ever gotten one email. Well, yeah. But what if? What if our listeners are like? That's because I'll give out my home address. I don't care. <laughs> no, just That's give me your mom's address. Look, 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll work out really well. <laughs> Apartment B. Uh, no, hey, look, if anyone wants to mail us something, send us an email first, and I will give you an address. How about that? That's permission. Yes, uh, we don't just give it out to anybody. Uh, but make sure that they're fabulously expensive gifts is all we ask. Right. Don't cheap out. We'll know. That, yes, exactly. We're counting the receipts. Um. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, but it is an interesting story. Nonetheless, sugar dating no longer. I can't imagine iOS lets you do this. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like they would, but. No, not at all. I don't know. I don't think this will affect my life at all, one way or another. That's good. I would be very concerned if that change seriously affected your life. So that's good to hear. That's comforting. Yeah. Um, guys, it's about that time in the show. We wasted so much time on the front side that we've got to wrap it up on the back side. It's time for picks. It's the part of the show where just brings something we want to share with the world. And we have got some picks here. And we're going to start with Mr. Colby. Yes. Um, so Dan was talking about the grocery carts at the beginning of the show, which reminded me of something I got recently, which is not a grocery cart, but is a collapsible cart of sorts. It's like this, this like collapsible hand truck thing, which is not useful super often, but the three times I've used it, in the three months that I've had it, I like was able to do a thing that I would not have been able to do without this collapsible hand truck thing. What's an example? Well, like one was I got a new mattress, which is also maybe something I should pick, but I got (laughs) write it down, write it down. Yeah. Right. Right. Write it down right now. Pause. Stop the show. (laughs) Um, you know, and it was one of, you know, it was like one of those, inter- the the male mattresses where it's collapsed, but it was, it was, uh, I got one of the hybrid ones that has springs in it now. It's a new kind of hybrid mattress? Mm. Yeah. So it's like half foam and half springs. <laughs> just the right nice. sink, just the right bounce. Yeah, okay. just the right sink, <laughs> just the right bounce. It's not from that company though. Um, <laughs> but it was, it's super heavy. I could, like, I would not have been able to, like, throw it over my shoulder like i would have been crushed under the weight of this mattress but i was able to get it up to my apartment by myself with the tr- the the this uh trusty trusty um folding hand truck um so that's that's one thing i carried a bunch of like dirt and like plants over to the 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 garden with it nice i did something else with it too but in any case, it's great, and it gets really small. It gets like you know, it folds down to be like maybe like three feet tall, and it's like three inches wide. So it like just fits into my closet. It's awesome. It can carry a hundred and fifty pounds. One hundred and fifty wow. pounds, and it's like one of me. And it has two configurations. So it has one way that it opens that it's like a regular hand truck, like an L shape. Then it has another way where it it has like two set like four wheels like four wheels are out and it's like a little like push cart. It's great. It's wild for apartment life. That's awesome. It's really good. If I didn't love, live in an love hand trucks, I would just have a regular hand truck. But every home should have one, and that's not a joke. Because yeah. uh, I have a non folding one that I absolutely love and use all the time. So yeah, it's. Dope. 
I'm going to get one of these because our problem is now that we have a car, but we don't have, we live in an apartment building, getting the groceries from the car up to the apartment can sometimes be a task. Uh, so this is, yeah. Sold. Look at that. One down. Love it. Let's see if Dan can get us excited for his pick. Dan, what do you have? Um, I have. Wait, what did I pick again? Let's see. I have. Oh, right. Uh, last week, I think <clears throat> I saw that Spider-Man Miles Morales game, which is kind of like a short version of the older PS4 Spider-Man game uh, came out. I never played the original. Uh, and I regret it now because it is, it's one of those games that you can just play for five minutes and like, you know, solve one crime and then, you know, turn it off, which is great. Uh, and it's also just a lot of fun. It's one of those games that as you play it, you get better at moving around. And that's really cool. You're like swinging between the buildings and bouncing off the railings and climbing up the walls. It's like super fun. That's it. That's that's my whole pitch. It's still on sale right now, I think, for $35 uh, on the PlayStation Store. Uh, story's pretty good. Combat's hard and fun, but it's mostly just, you know, swing around Manhattan and uh, punch people. It's great. Cool. And you can pick it up bundled with the original if you haven't played it. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, available for the PS4 and the PS5. Awesome. Colby, you've played the Oh, you've played this, right? Not this one, the original one. The original. But it's great. I agree with all the things Dan said. You get a lot better at it as you play. Yeah, I was really cool. bad at it at first. It <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Marvel's Spider-Man colon Miles Morales. Very nice. Um, all right, I will take us home. Uh, I was going to pick a bunch of other things, but this just came up and I've just been enjoying it so much. It's right up my alley. It's an Instagram account called 80s News Screens. Uh, and basically, they just post screenshots from the news in the 1980s. And you say, Sean, that doesn't sound very entertaining, but they're just very weird and fun screenshots of You know, here's one that says it's a picture of a woman. It says Catherine Rubin, lactose victim. And so you have no idea what the context is, but they all look very 80s. It looks very VHS. My favorite thing, and actually, I'm excited to see if this is going to work. I'm going to try and share my screen here with audio. All right, let's see. Very exciting. All right. Can you see my screen? Because it's just spinning for me. It's spinning. spinning for me, too. It's spinning. Okay, this worked in the test, so this is not encouraging because I could theoretically play some of these fun videos and you could hear them uh, if it worked. I'm going to try it one more time here. Once more, send Sean your energy. Yeah, send it all to... There you go. Can you see it? No. Okay. Well, that's really disappointing because some of these jingles are very fun. Um... So anyway, I recommend go check it out. They have great these what they call they're kind of like station ads where they advertise that station and the local news and stuff. And they're just so fantastic. So 80s news screens. Uh, they also have 90s news screens uh, as well. You can follow great little Instagram account. 
um, I recommend you check out. Put a smile on my face. Okie doke, guys. There you go. Another one in the books. Done to death. Uh, anything you guys would else you'd like to say or promote or talk about or do? No. No? no? Uh, well, you know, you know I got to talk about my friends over at Up for Debate. Yeah. Um, I'm obligated to. Believe it or not, we just had a new episode published today that we taped yesterday. The schedule's all out of whack. Oh, my God. Matt's wife is out of town, and when the wife's out of town, the guys are on the pod. (laughs) You know it. Uh, That doesn't make any sense. Um, We're doing our our Fast and Furious rewatch. As you guys know, Fast Five is the movie we just talked about, one of the best in the franchise, the heist movie, getting the gang back together from the first four movies. It was a blast. Um, Matt and I shout and yell our way through it, uh, including the exciting action and the parts that don't make sense. Uh, and this coming week, we're going to be talking about Fast and Furious 6. So you're going to want to come back and join us for that uh, over at UpForDebate.tv or wherever you get podcasts. Look for Up for Debate. It's a lot of fun. They're fun movies. So we're we're having a good time. As Matt say says, make cars go fast, <laughs> um, which is kind of what they do. So um, good stuff there. This show, of course, is uh, Don'tPanic.io is our website. You can go there, get links to all the audio, the video, the pics, including this weekend Pickstery, which is always a hoot. Uh, and of course, you can follow us at don't panic show uh, on Twitter or email show at gmail.com. If you want to send us a package, email us first. Uh, that would be appreciated. Don't show up at my house. Thank you. Someday we'll get a uh, box and then you can just send. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll do that. You know what I'll do is I'll sign up. Uh, I'll sign us up for that uh, gold belly subscription plan and have it sent to the PO box. How about that? Be, bring it. Bring the. Uh, the trash nachos to their true home, just rotting in a P.O. box somewhere. Yes, exactly. Could you imagine? Man, I, P.O. boxes can't accept deliveries of food, right? I don't think They've so. They've got yeah, to turn th- those That's away. a different thing. Packages are like a different. That's insane. Because um, if that's true, I would find someone with a P.O. box and just send them a bunch of like, you know, all those like food service. They have like free offers, like a free box for signing up. Like I would send them so much food just to mess with them. Sit there and rot in the back. I'm a nasty man. Uh, look, we got to end it here, guys. We're going to be back next week with more tech news, more good times, lots of fun discussion on another episode. But until then, I'm Sean. They're Dan and Colby. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.